Hi, I'm Danny Carter Iddens, creator of Taking Back You. My vision for Taking Back You was simple. I wanted a safe place for mamas to focus on and believe in the dreams that have been placed on their hearts by God, where they could walk alongside other mamas who get and give advice about how to do this mom thing. And I want to tell mamas what I wish someone had told me, that it's possible to be both a good mom and more than a mom at the same time. So join me. Let's build a community of moms who aren't afraid to reach for the stars, even while holding their little ones in their arms. Let's learn together. Let's grow together. And let's remember that being a mom doesn't mean we give up ourselves. Want to learn more? Visit takingbackyou.com to learn more about the mission of Taking Back You, connect with us on social media, or to share your talents and expertise. I can't wait to do this mom thing with you. Coming to you straight from Indianapolis, aka the Circle City, this is the Taking Back You Momcast. The Taking Back You Momcast is a witty, authentic, and sometimes sarcastic podcast for millennial mamas who are in the thick of mom life. And I'm your host, Danny Carter Iddens, wife, millennial mama, motivational speaker, and motherhood advocate. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Taking Back You Momcast. Hi, guys. How you doing? It's Danny Carter-Iddens, and I am here with an amazing woman. Her name is Tony Ann Mayambe, and she is the founder and creator of RealHappyMom.com, which is a blog and a podcast that is geared towards supporting and empowering working moms. You guys, she is a wonderful, wonderful resource for working moms, and today she's going to talk to us all about creating a work at home routine during the coronavirus, you know, kind of situation that we're in right now. And honestly, this is these are great tools for whether or not we're stuck in a coronavirus situation or not. And I'll be back at the end of the episode to share a little bit more information about Tony Ann and how you can find out about the Real Happy Mom blog and podcast. She's a wonderful woman and a great resource. So I know that's something that you're going to want to do. Enjoy the episode, guys, and I'll talk to you afterwards. I am joined by Tony Ann Mayembe. She is the founder, creator, and main content creator of Real Happy Mom, which is a blog and podcast that offers busy working moms practical tips and encouragement for motherhood. You guys, I'm so excited that she is here today. Hi, Tony Ann. How you doing? Hey, I am doing great. How about you? I am just doing, we're here. (laughs) (laughs) So today, guys, Tony Ann is going to share with us some tips for creating a work at home routine for moms who are now finding themselves working from home in the midst of the coronavirus crisis. And trust me, Tony Ann knows all about this. She is a mom of two little boys, and she's been married for eight years. And on top of all of that, she's a dentist and a reservist for the Navy. So you are just kind of busy sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little. Just a little bit, a little bit. So um, Tony Ann just has a passion for helping moms who work, um, for encouraging them. So I'm really excited for her to come on today and to speak to all of y'all because she, um, I think that she really is just going to offer some great insight on what kind of just what we're going through right now. Cause this is, this is, 
this is crazy. This is a change. And honestly, full disclosure in February, before we knew this was going to happen, this is when we spoke and we had totally different plans for what we were going to do today. But um, I want to thank Tony Ann for just being flexible and for making this work. And we're going to talk about, you know, work at home routines and I think it's going to be good. So how has your work changed during the crisis, the coronavirus crisis? Yes. So I am a full-time dentist and right now it has been mandated that uh, we can only do emergency treatment only. So pretty much if a patient is in pain, that's the only thing we're taking care of. So none of the extra fluff. We can't do any of that. So there are some days where it is super busy and other days where I am sitting around twiddling my thumbs. So I do leave home often. And then with the Navy, we are teleworking or working from home to do our job there, which that was interesting the first time I did that. (laughs) But I am learning that in order to make this all work, I do have to have a routine in order to make the Navy work work for me, as well as, you know, still getting things done for the blog and podcast. And then in the downtime, getting some of the admin stuff done for, for my full-time job. Right. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. <laughs> as you're saying these things, I'm just like counting on my fingers like, Nate, oh my gosh. Um, and so, <laughs> and so you are definitely, you know, finding yourself, you know, where if you don't have a routine, I'm sure it's just not, you know, feasible unless you have some sort of plan and some sort of routine. Um, so my, my next question would be, where in your home do you work? So I do have a designated office that my husband and I share. So we do have that area. But of course, with the kids, you know, you kind of have to go with the flow. So sometimes my office is on the dining room table or maybe on the couch. But mainly I do work out of the office. Okay. Yeah. And and we're doing the exact, it's funny you say the dining room table. We have like headquarters um, set up at our dining room table and we have an office and we do work out of that. I think we're in the same boat. Like we have an office. And what's funny is before everything went down, I always worked in the office, but I feel like Mm -hmm. now that everything's going on and we're all home and we're all sitting there looking at each other. I feel like now we've been working on the dining room table um, which, you know, has its benefits because now I can see everything that's happening. Um, if my son wants to play out in the backyard, I can see him and everything like that. But what I'm having a hard time with now is separating my work time from my at-home time. Because I feel like now that everybody's home, I don't have to go anywhere to go get anybody or take anybody to Taekwondo or do any of those kind of things. I'm actually working longer hours than I did before this happened. And you would think that it would kind of be the other way around. Um, so do you have any suggestions for how to, you know, disconnect and how to kind of set that time where, you know, set that boundary of time where you're like, okay, now I'm working. And now I'm family-ing, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes. And you brought up a couple of good things because there's two different camps that I'm seeing. Either they're the mom that's like what you described. It's like, okay, you know, now that I'm home, I get to, you know, be with the kids and everything. But I still feel like I'm taking longer to get things done. Or 
they're the moms that are trying to do things when the kids are sleeping, which Mm -hmm. I really wouldn't suggest that because you will get burnt out really, really quick because you're going to get tired. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, the thing that I'm finding is maintaining those routines. So just like you have normal working hours, you need to establish whatever those working hours are going to be while you're at home. So if you typically work, um, let's just say nine to five, I'm not saying you have to do nine to five, but at least say, okay, from 10 to 12, these two hours, I'm going to make sure that I designate to do work. And then after that, you know, I can be a little bit more flexible, but I would say having those boundaries and setting up, you know, set hours is what's really going to help you so that you can be like, okay, now it's time to work. Okay. Now it's time to stop. And then the other big thing is having a workspace. It doesn't have to be like an office or anything like that, but just having an area, even if it's just on the dining room table or a a little spot in the corner with a table, but having a workspace so that you know in your mind, okay, now it's work time. I got to get this work done. So those are the the two big things I would say to at least get started is, like I said, having those boundaries so that you can separate, okay, work time has started, now work Mm -hmm. time has ended, and then having an area for you to actually work. And I would say if you can make that space nice Mm -hmm. (laughs) and not so chaotic so your mind isn't you know quick to want to kind of go all over the place and get distracted with things so yeah those are my two big ones I would say for sure and those are awesome um you know and yes and I do know that there are you know like you said there's kind of the two camps um and I I know of a lot of mamas who are trying the are working from 8 p.m to 11 p.m um and and I actually just spoke to someone the other day where I just said you know sweetie that is not sustainable um (laughs) you know how how, what (laughs) and so we kind of had had that discussion where I said you know you're gonna have to just um I, I told her you would honestly do better to wake up early in the morning and try to do it on that end than to try to do it late at night. Um, so no, I totally agree with you that there are kind of two camps with that. So is your home, your husband also home? Yeah. So the, I will say the blessing that I'm now starting to see now is my husband has always worked from home ever since my mm, kids were babies. Okay. So I have been fortunate where I never had to put my kids in the childcare cause he was always home and would work from home. So now is trying to, you know, work our schedules together so sometimes he thinks oh she's home like she can take care of the kids and he goes off and does his thing and I'm like no 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 brother like I still got work to do you know right, so right. that's why I'm saying we have to make sure that we have these schedules and set up those boundaries so that like for instance right now we're recording he knows like I have to leave my wife alone like he can't come in here and start asking me questions and you know having me help him do things so it that has been the one big challenge is mm-hmm. making sure that we both know what's going on because you would think like oh he's already home it should be easy uh uh-uh, uh it's not right right <laughs> and not. that and i think you know what you're describing is a lot of um in a lot of situations it might be the flip where the mom was home you know all the time and now husband is also home you know working at home and so they're kind of seeing like oh wait a minute like, it's not just as simple as like you doing your work at home and the kids are running around. There's, there's, you know, like you said, you have to kind of tag in, tag out and say, Hey, right mm-hmm. now I'm doing this. So I need you to do that. And, you know, kind of work on that flow. Like my husband right now, um, they've been <laughs> quarantined <laughs> to the basement. Um, my husband, my son, and my dog, <laughs> because like you said, right now we're recording and, um, so I, I think that, you know, this is an interesting time for, you know, being at home 
because we're able to kind of see how the other, you know, the other half lives, um, how the other side does it. And I think that this is going to open some eyes for some people uh, when all this is over. And I hope, hopefully there'll be a little bit more grace for people to kind of realize, like, hey, this is both of these situations are difficult. There's not one that's more difficult than the other. And especially someone um, like you, Tony Ann, who you work outside of the home and you also run a blog and a podcast inside, you know, of your home are, you can definitely see both sides of that and, and respect that and, you know, um, understand how difficult it is to try to balance the two. Um, so, you know, because of your work outside of the home, you said that you encounter moms who, you know, as a dentist are concerned about your, their children's teeth, but that they're also worried about so many other facets of motherhood, which is kind of why you do what you do. And I will be honest with you. I am, um, I, when I take my son to the dentist, I feel like it's literally like a referendum of my parenting. Um, <laughs> Because if he has a if he, if he has a cavity or anything, then I feel like that's a reflection on my parenting. I don't know why, but I know I'm not the only one. Um, you know, so what message do you have for mamas who are worried about whether or not they're doing a good job as a mom, as you know, a working mom, stay-at-home mom, whatever? What you know, kind of what message do you have for them when they feel like they are not doing a great job, but you know, I know you know, and I know, we know that they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, let me address one thing. So with the cavity thing, so I used to, I'm not even gonna lie, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, Danny. I did kind of judge just a little bit when moms <laughs> came in with oh, kids thanks. with mouth full of <laughs> cavities, but that was before I had kids. And then yeah. once I became a mom, I was like, oh, okay, like it's a whole lot more going on. So I do not judge moms anymore. And number two is, my child had cavities and I'm a dentist. You would think I know better. So moms, please do not beat yourself up if your child has a cavity. Now, on the other side, if your child is just eating a whole bunch of garbage and mm -hmm. they never brush mm -hmm. their teeth, now that's a whole nother story. But right. most moms that are listening are moms who actually care and do try. So please don't beat yourself up if they do have one. It happens. Like I said, I'm a dentist and I should be able to prevent it. And my child got cavities. I'm not going to go into the story why, because we don't have enough time for that. But <laughs> <laughs> I will say that a lot of times we, we beat ourselves up and I know I did it too. And we think that we're not enough and we're not doing a good enough job, but I always like say like, okay, are my kids fed? Yes. Mm -hmm. Are my kids breathing? Yes. Are mm -hmm. my kids happy? Yes. Like I'm doing a good job. Okay. <laughs> and I think we have to get back down to the basics. Like we think we have to, you know, give them all the things and do all the things like they don't even care, honestly, mm -hmm. about half the stuff you think is important. And so, and, and this whole situation has really showed me that and made it really, really evident. Like it's the simple things that they want. They just want to spend time with you. They just want to play and laugh. They don't want all the toys because trust me, I have a room downstairs that's filled with toys. It's a big old mess. They don't care about those toys. <laughs> they only play with like three of those. Uh -huh. So don't feel pressured to, you know, give them all these things and, and to do all of these lavish things because they really just need the simple things. And I know the moms that are listening are doing those things. So that to me lets me know that you are more than enough and you're doing an awesome job. Um, and just remind yourself, I think a lot of times we, we look at all the 
things we're not doing right, but mm-hmm. we don't see the things that we have done right and that we do very well, especially when it comes to parenting and being a good mom. So take a, a, a switch and just try to find all the good things that you're doing and you'll be amazed. Like you do a lot of really great things and you're a pretty awesome mom. So just remember that. Yes. And I, I agree with you 100%. Um, and, and like you said, if, if the, you know, on the flip side, like you said, if you're, you're like, I'm a dentist and my kid had cavities. So I think we have to realize that, you know, a lot of times we see things on social media or, you know, on TV or in, you know, the media in general that make us think that, you know, if we're not doing A, B, C, D, F, G, you know, we are not good moms. And that's just not true. That's not, um, that's not what it is. One of the things that I always try to remind moms is that people are trying to sell you things. Um, And so the way they sell you things is they make you feel like you, you know, have less than or you're inadequate. And if you just had this product or this book or this whatever, then you'll feel better. You'll be great and you'll be better at everything that you do. But kind of what ends up happening is it makes us feel like we are less than when it's not the truth. It's just them projecting that onto you. Um, So thank you so much for, you know, just those words of encouragement and just understand that, yes, you are doing a good job. You are worthy. We love you. And, you know, speaking of encouraging moms, you have been a part of the Purpose Driven Mom Summit, which is a virtual conference for moms. And this is, I, believe, I think you said you uh, did it for your second year. So yeah. can you tell me a little bit more about that and just like how you came to be a part of that experience? Oh, yeah. So funny story. I reached out to the host, Kara Harvey, mm-hmm. and was like, hey, I want to partner with you and do something. And she countered with, hey, I actually want to partner with you and you do something for me. So it turned out to be really interesting. I thought I was going to her to get something or and to collaborate with her on a mm-hmm. particular project. And I ended up um, being a part of the summit. And it has been really, really awesome. And this year in particular, I think it was I think it was the best, honestly. It, the speakers were amazing. Um, the discussions we had um, afterwards were, were awesome. But um, each year, Kara has this virtual summit, and it's typically five days, and she'll have a theme for that whole week. In this particular um, summit, we talked about um, nailing routines um, for working moms. So all of the presenters were talking about, you know, different type of routines. So I talked about the Sunday prep routine. Mm. There's a mom that was talking about getting your wardrobe together and getting that routine down. There's another mom talking about getting your family management down packed. So it was just a lot of different things, but all of them, you know, were centered around the whole nailing your routines um, theme. Um, so each day there were several speakers and yeah, we, we had a good time. And then afterwards we went into a Facebook group and talked to the um, per- participants in the summit and just, you know, answered any questions and things like that. And like I said, the, the conversations we had were really good. And then again, just to connect with other moms and, mm-hmm. and see like, okay, she's going through the same thing I'm going through. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's something that is, is doable. And, not something that's like so far-fetched I can't achieve it so it was really awesome in that yeah if you can ever participate in the Purpose Driven Mom Summit I would definitely recommend that and it usually comes out around March April-ish in the in the year so that's definitely something to look out for 
Awesome. I will put the notes in the notes, uh, a link to the Purpose Driven Mom Summit so that everybody can look at that, look into that and see what that is. I, I looked it up um, just from, you know, what you had sent me. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is awesome. And um, so I definitely am interested in, you know, being a part of it next year as far as, you know, um, listening to all the amazing speakers and what everybody has to say. I, it looks like an amazing resource for moms. And the best thing about it is that it is virtual virtual. Uh, <laughs> so we don't have to go anywhere. Um, and so I think that's really, that's a really great resource. And, and I think she's uh, very, you know, realistic as far as what moms can do, the time that we're able to put into it. And I think a lot of times moms don't do for themselves because they don't have time or they don't have the resources to go anywhere else. And she's made it really easy for that, um, you know, kind of, excuse to be thrown out the window. It's like, hey, listen, you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to get dressed. You don't have to do anything. Um, so, you know, use this time for you. Um, so I, I, I am going to share that in the notes because I think that's a really great resource. And just finally, I want to end with something fun. I always like to end with, um, I, one of the things that I always ask my guests is just something fun about them. Uh, so that, you know, it, in my hopes is that, really this is about connection for me um, with the Taking Back You Momcast. It's just about connecting moms and helping, you know, moms support, educate, and encourage them. And so I always want to share something funny or fun about a mom just so it kind of brings us together and show that we are all connected and we all have something um, that we can, you know, give in this world. And what's crazy is she, one of the things that she posted is that she's been dancing since she was four. And I'm also a classically trained dancer. And so we didn't even know that about each other. We did not discuss that when we um, did a kind of our first introduction with each other. And so tell me more about your experience as a dancer. Like my listeners know I've been dancing since I was knee high to a toad, but I just thought that was so awesome. I look, I'm like, what? She's a dancer too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I lost my dancer's body though after having these kids. So I know, right? Right? Oh my gosh, I know. Yeah. Yes. Um, my mom used to call me Janet because I used to have the six pack and everything, and it's, yeah. it's gone. It's long well, gone. Well, it's there. It's just um, it's taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But I started dancing super young, and it had been something that honestly, like, I really need to get back into, but. Mm -hmm. I did everything. So my dance teacher had me doing ballet, tap, jazz, lyrical, acrobatics, all of yes, it. Yes, she's good. So I mm -hmm. did I did it all. And then I ended up starting like assisting with teaching um, probably around high school. Mm -hmm. And then after high school, um, well, I danced on the dance team in high school. And then in college, I was on the dance team. And then in another group called Mahogany Dance Theater. And I did that. But once I got to dental school, I was like, mm, I don't have right. time for all of this. And that's when I kind of lost it. So that's why I'm like, mm, I miss it. So sometimes I'll throw some headphones on and start moving around the house. And my kids are like, mommy, why are you shaking your butt? But um, I just want to get back into, you know, just moving. But yeah, yes. that's something that I, I loved doing when I was a kid. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. And I, like I said, I looked at the notes. And I'm like, what? stop it. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> um, because yeah, I, we kind of have similar experiences um, up and up, up, up through college. I also started teaching, um, apprenticing in high school with teaching. And I actually just left um, a job, a, a studio that I had taught at for 12 years. I was the main uh, coach for the performing company and the competition team. And so I totally get, um, 
that, you know, just that love and wanting to get back into it. And I am going to start teaching again once all this uh, coronavirus stuff is over because I, I get it. I missed it. I missed it. And I even said to my husband yesterday, like, um, I find that I just need to dance. Um, it's not an option for me. <laughs> I just have to dance. And so I totally understand putting on those headphones and dancing around the house because I do that all the time. I usually have like, um, I'll turn on like Spotify and I'll have like a Backstreet mm -hmm. Boys night or a Britney or a Britney Spears night or whatever. Um, cause I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta dance as, as Gene Kelly would say, gotta dance. You know, I just gotta <laughs> dance. Um, so yeah, I thought that was really, really cool that you're also a dancer cause you get it. You get it. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today. And you know, I just really, um, I really appreciate it when moms just take time, you know, out of their busy schedule to just share their experiences with us and to share what they're going through so that we can all kind of see that we are, you know, the, the human condition, that we are all experiencing a lot of the same things and that we have a lot more similarities than we do differences. So if you want to learn more about Tony Ann and what she does, you can head over to realhappymom.com where you can find her blog and her podcast episodes. And I'm going to share all of her social media information in the notes. But if you want to um, just share really fast a couple of your social media handles so that people listening, they can jump on um, really quick. You want to go ahead and do that. Um, so you can find me at Real Happy Mom all over social media. Um, yeah, everywhere. I'm Real Happy Mom. That's where okay. you can find me. Perfect. That makes it re really very easy. Um, so that's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. And just before we go, do you have anything else you'd like to share with mamas who are listening? Um, any, you know, I don't know, words of encouragement, words of wisdom, anything like that? Yeah, so there are a couple of quick things. I'm not going to take up too much of your time. No, no. But I really ahead. just want moms to know about um, routines, that routines aren't just for the kids, but it's also for you too. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times I know we have so much going on and it's easy to have a routine so that the kids know, okay, after this comes this. And then you can step away if you need to. But especially right now with the pandemic that's going on, and if you are working from home, make sure you do still keep some type of routine, um, especially in the morning, you know, starting your day with breakfast. And if you can move your body um, and then getting something positive um, in your your ears, whether it be a podcast or some music or some um, guided meditation, whatever it is. And then, of course, you know, showering and getting dressed and not just throwing on anything and looking frumpy, but actually like getting ready like you're going to work if you are working from home. Because, you know, how you look, it definitely um, affects how you feel. So, if you do those things and incorporate some type of morning routine so that you know, okay, I'm going to do these things, you will set yourself up for an amazing day. Because I really think if you start your morning well, it makes your day go well. And if your morning is, you know, a bit off, yeah, it, it's kind of hard to bounce back. Not saying that it's impossible, but it's just very challenging. And then also to make sure you take breaks and, and take a lunch. Get away from your computer. Do not <laughs> eat lunch at your computer because um, actually 
eating lunch at your computer can um, do a couple of things. One, you will find that you will start mindlessly eating and you can start overeating. And then two, you don't give your brain some time to just kind of relax. So make sure you take a break, get away from the computer, even if you just like eat your lunch, you know, in another room, if you go outside on the porch, whatever, but just get away and, and incorporate some type of routine so you can have some sense of normalcy during this time because I get it, mom's like, I'm struggling too. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> but the way that I'm able to cope with things and make it better for myself is with these routines. So that's what I'm going to leave you with, Danny. Well, thank you. And I, and I shared with Tony Ann that I had a breakdown yesterday and I cried for about an hour. Um, so it is, I, it is hard. We understand completely. Um, thank you for saying that. I feel like it bears repeating um, because so many times we are taught that we have to be strong. We have to be strong. We have to put on a you know, strong face. Um, but yeah, it's hard and it's okay to admit that. And so thank you so much for just pointing that out and for reminding us that it is okay to feel not okay sometimes. So yeah, there you go. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Like I said, if you want to know anything else about Tony Ann or you just want to learn about her in general, she's a really cool woman. I can tell you that. You can go check out realhappymom.com. And I hope that you guys just have a wonderful rest of your week. Tony Ann, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to all of you guys soon. Bye. Isn't Tony Ann great? And once again, I want to thank her so much for jumping in. Like I said in the episode, we had a totally different topic that we were going to discuss today. But based on everything that's happening right now in the world, we thought it made a little bit more sense and, and you know, a little bit more um, timely to do the topic of creating a routine of working at home. Um, because so many of us are now working at home. So I, again, I thank Tony Ann for her flexibility and for her just willingness to share her knowledge and her experiences. If you want to learn more about Real Happy Mom, you can go to realhappymom.com and you can find her blog, you can find her podcast, and you can just learn more about Tony Ann and what she does and just, you know, and you can kind of see why I invited her to be on the show today because she is a wonderful woman and her heart is uh, she just has such a heart for moms and such a heart for working moms which I think is important um, you know because there yeah there's working moms who are home right now who are homeschooling who are doing all these things they have all these hats and so I just uh, I applaud Tony Ann for her work and what she does above and beyond the fact that she you know is a dentist and she's a Navy reservist um, she is she's the real deal you guys I want to thank you for listening to the Taking Back You Momcast, and I'm going to ask you this week, like I do every single week, if you think this episode was a good one and you think it needs to be shared, then please, by all means, share this episode. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast. I think that, you know, um, people like Tony Ann, they are, I mean, listen, there are people that know a lot of things about a lot of things, but people like Tony Ann are special because they are taking the time to take their knowledge and to share it with all of my listeners and to, you know, just kind of like spread the love. So please subscribe to this podcast if you think it's something uh, beneficial for moms and that you, you know, want to keep hearing amazing moms and amazing women like Tony Ann. 
and I'm going to share this with you like I, uh, I've i been working on it, sharing with you every single week. I am a motivational speaker for women as well. So if you would like me to come to uh, you, to visit your group, I, I can do that. You can look me up on dannycarteridens.com to find out more information about what I can talk about. But I can actually do talks virtually because right now at this point, you know, driving or flying somewhere is not really a thing. So I can I can do a virtual talk or I can uh, come in person for, uh, we'll probably start in the fall with that fall of 2020. And I'm already starting to book uh, engagements. So if that's something that you'd be interested in for the fall of 2020 and the spring of 2021, by all means, jump on dannycarteridens.com and we can get that ball rolling. I absolutely love that part of what I do as well is speaking to mamas and just coming and meeting you guys and talking to you. So yes, 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 please do that. I hope you have a wonderful week. Um, I hope your week has gone, you know, has gone well so far. It's, it's, that's kind of why I always post a new episode on Wednesday so that we can kind of be like, all right, we're, we're halfway there. And we are halfway there. Uh, we're on, we're in the middle of week four of, you know, being home. And I think we're finally starting to, you know, and, and Tony Ann definitely had a big part in this. I think we are finally starting to find a routine and kind of starting to find a flow um, that we can actually like, you know, appreciate and get into. So I hope that you're doing that as well. And I hope that the tips that Tony Ann shared with us can kind of help facilitate that process. And I hope that, you know, you're just really enjoying this time with your family because it is a sacred time. It is a special time. And it's a time that you guys, I don't know if this is ever going to happen again. And, and if it does, oh, Lord, it's too soon. But anyways, <laughs> that's another conversation for another day. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. For more information on Taking Back You and the Taking Back You Momcast, visit us at takingbackyou.com. From there, you'll be able to follow us on social media, listen to past episodes, and learn all about the mission of Taking Back You. Be sure to subscribe to get future episodes. And from all of us at Taking Back You, thank you so much for your support.